Hey, everybody, I've got good news for you today. Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, that all authority has been given to him in heaven and the earth. Now, Jesus is our savior. He's our deliverer. He's our healer. And he's in authority. And even better news is that Jesus has delegated this authority to the sons and daughters of God. Now, the key is to understand how to stand in it and how to release the spiritual authority of God in your life for healing and in every facet of your life and family. Blessings, everyone. This is the Be Healed Podcast. It's a ministry of the Gospel Mission Network. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and I know that God can't lie. I'm sure you can believe that with me. God can't lie. And he said, I am the Lord who heals you. And that means he's ready to do it today because God can't change. He's immutable. And God's promises to heal you are just as alive today as they always were. So if you or someone you love needs healing, or you even desire to be used by God to bring healing to other people, the Be Healed podcast is the perfect place to learn. It's where you're going to grow with interviews and testimonies and teachings, all aimed to equip you with a strong biblical understanding of how to release God's power and anointing in your life. So be sure to like it, follow it, share it with people so that they can also grow in this biblical understanding of healing. Now today with me again, I have Lisa Boldo, who's an author, TV host of the program, The Victorious Life, and who has a tremendous anointing in the areas of faith and healing. And one of her focuses is walking in kingdom authority. And we're going to be discussing this idea of walking in kingdom authority today with Lisa. This is a topic that is so needed. It's rarely spoken of in the average church, let alone even understood in the average church. But this topic today is going to be the beginning of a series of teachings called Releasing Your Spiritual Authority. And today is part one. We're going to begin to lay down a foundation for this topic. And I'm telling you, if you, when you get this knowledge in your heart, you are going to pray differently, you are going to worship differently, and you are going to see the authority, the power of God flow through your prayer, and it's going to have impact. So Lisa Buldo, it's so great to be with you today. Thanks for joining the Be Healed podcast again. Thank you, Pastor Steve. It's so wonderful to be here with you again. Thank you. Amen. So, you know, kingdom authority, big topic, but why don't we just start at the beginning and maybe you can give us your perspective of what is authority? What are we talking about when we say spiritual authority? Okay, so as believers in Jesus Christ, the moment that Jesus becomes your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit is now present in you. God sends the Holy Spirit to reside in your spirit. So as a believer, you are now, you actually have the authority 
of Christ. Authority is delegated power. It's delegated power. So it's the, it's Jesus. We know he's the head. We are literally his body, but it really goes back to the root of it being your identity, right? Romans eight seventeen says we are God's children. And if children, then co-heirs with Christ. So as co-heirs with Christ, we now on the earth have to represent Christ. We're carrying on the work that he did. He's in heaven, but his spirit is in us and he's given us his same authority that he walked, you know, um, that he had on the earth that was given to him by his father. We now have that same Holy Spirit and his delegated power to do the same works that he did to administrate his kingdom here on the earth. That's how we do it. We have to, but that's what authority is. It's delegated power. It comes from, from the Holy Spirit, from God, right? Through Jesus to us. Yeah, so so good. Um, let me bring a verse um, up right now because some people, when you're listening to this, Lisa said that we have delegated authority, the same authority that Jesus has, he delegates to us. And um, I know that that may shock a lot of people because they think, well, God is God. And, you know, we're just these lowly believers, but uh, you're bringing up this idea of identity and that, you know, we, we're more than we've understood we are as children of God. Well, John chapter 14, verse 12 says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the work that I do, he will do also and greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. Now, Lisa, verse 13, I'd like you to talk about this because it says, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do that the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So Lisa, what's this? I mean, this verse is explicitly saying what you've just said, that we can do what Jesus did, but there's this idea of asking in his name. Talk to us about that. So as believers, um, when we ask the Father something in the name of Jesus, we have the spirit of Christ in us, the spirit of his son. So he's looking at us as his children, but he sees Christ in us. So as we're asking in the name of Jesus, and if it's according with to his will, the answer is going to be yes. But going back to what you just said in John 14, chapter 12, about that we would do the works of Jesus, John 15, chapter 15, Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will. See, and then it would be done. So, but the key there is we got to be, we got to have the word of God in us. We got to have Jesus. We got to be, I mean, like obedient soldiers, if you will, you know, we, to the word of God. If we are, if we have faith and boldness and we're walking, you know, like our mission is to please God. Like Jesus's mission was to please the father. He always aimed to please the father. Okay. So the key there is we have to abide in him his words have to live in us. I also want to say that one of the keys to walking in this spiritual authority is we have to understand, okay, that as children of God, now we know we're children of God, right? 
We literally, and I didn't understand this for many years, but I do now. We literally are seated with Christ. Let me say it this way. We know that Jesus is literally in his physical body, sitting at the right hand of God, the father right now, right? But his spirit is in us. So he is in us. We are in him. And because Jesus is way above every principality and demon power and rulers of wickedness, because we are in him, he's the head. We are his body, according to Colossians 1.18. Okay. We are literally, because we're in him, we are seated with him in heaven above all the principalities and powers and demon demons and rulers of wickedness so we don't have to fight the enemy we just need to exercise that authority that we're talking about by believing if you know it and then you speak we do it exactly like Jesus did and if you stand and you don't cave it might take a minute but you just stand because once the authority's been released you're going to see it happen if you really believe. So all of these things that you're speaking about really circle back to the idea of identity. You're speaking about the idea that we're co-heirs with him, we're seated with him, and we are in him. And then John 15, we have to abide in him. We do that through the word. So really what's happening here is the believer's authority, as you said, is a delegated authority flowing from the Father through us into the situation. I want to ask you about something because you mentioned this and you said we're abiding in him. And John 15, 7 says if we're in him and his word is in us, what role does the word have in terms of abiding in Jesus? like? If we want to, uh, if if we're in Him and we're going to pray and release authority, what do we need to be conscious of concerning His Word? We need to understand how that there is a kingdom of darkness, and when stuff is uh, not working in our lives, there's a disconnect there with the Word of God. There is whether it has to do with um, sickness and people may not want to hear this, but you got to remember Jesus is the head. We are his body. So if something in is not um, in alignment with the word in us, meaning the way God says to do things in our lives, maybe it's strife. Maybe it's words that we've spoken. Maybe it's uh, receiving a negative report. You know, we've got to make sure that our heart is planted and rooted in the word of God so that nothing can shake us. We have to be, um, we have to come to a place where all we want to do is obey the word of God. And we recognize when something is not right, we can, we can, we recognize it right away. And we say no to that. And the devil's crafty. He will try to get people to agree with them, with him over Oh my gosh, I had somebody come into the office. I want to give you just a for instance one day, um, just recently, and said, Oh, your husband works so hard, he's going to kill himself. And I said, No, no killing, never, never going to happen. But see, that's my point because the enemy's so crafty that if somebody came into agreement with that and said, Oh, yeah, I know, boom, now he's got you. You just spoke words of death. So my whole point in that is. You have to make sure 
that you're in alignment with God and whatever's coming out of your mouth needs to be in alignment with the word of God. Yeah. See what a lot of people fail to realize or why it's hard for them to receive what you've just said is because they don't understand that authority is activated by words. And this is something that Satan has really majored this area he's majored in people's lives to deceive them in this. Like this is an area that he hasn't given a small amount of attention. This is an area that he has given great attention to deceive the body of Christ and and the whole world because the Bible is the very infallible word of God. And the Bible has been under attack from the very, very beginning. And so I want everybody listening to this to realize that, that God's word is literally the authority that is above everything. And today in our society, we don't even understand authority. Uh, there's a rebellious uh, attitude in, in society. And we, we say, we don't care what someone says. And we don't understand that, that God uh, the Father created everything with His Word. He uh, relegates His authority. He's He stewards His authority by what He says. And we, everybody, this is not hard to understand. If you go to a court of law, if you've ever watched a TV program with with a judge on a stand, when the judge gives the verdict, he does it or she does it by speaking. It's by releasing it through words that the judgment is released. But we're speaking about Jesus Christ, the judge of the living and of the dead. We're speaking about the authoritative word of God. And a, a Roman in Matthew chapter 8, Lisa, right? He, he understood his, his servant was sick and uh, he, he said, oh, Jesus, you know, uh, I, I'm unworthy for you to come to my uh, come to my house. Only say the word, and my servant will be made well. Because he said he understood authority. So what you're saying, we really need to receive this. I I I, I want to highlight. You need to receive what Lisa's teaching because nothing happens without authority, nothing. And we are either going to be under and submit to the authoritative word of God, or you're going to submit to a lesser authority who is Satan, who only has authority over that which is cursed. So we really need to get our minds renewed and say, God, I I want to be under your authority so I can flow with it. I also want to mention um, an Isaiah fifty four seventeen. Um, you know, the, the, it says in Isaiah fifty four seventeen, it says, "No weapon formed against you shall prosper." But but people forget the next part of that verse, and every tongue that rises against you, you shall condemn. So you have to think of it this way: the weapon being formed against you is words. No weapon formed against you will prosper, right? But but you have there's that other part. But you have to condemn 
those words coming against you so that that weapon cannot prosper. So that's what we're talking about with like when that person came in and said that, I condemned that right away and said, no, no, that will not happen. And he was like, oh, you, you have to really be careful of words that you allow to come into your heart. You have to counter them. And by me countering that, I released my authority so that those words would come to nothing and have no power. And when we're doing that, when we are coming against other words, negative words, uh, cursed words, we are not really bringing our word. We're bringing God's word. And uh, the beauty of this is, wait, if, if I know God's word and I'm abiding in God's word, and I and his word is abiding in me when I pray, his word is coming out of my mouth and it's still carrying his authority, even though it's in my mouth, it's his word because my faith is joining me to his word and that authority is being released. Yeah. But, you know, I think, too, sometimes people think, well, it has to be his words exactly that are in the Bible. No, you're his representative. And if your will is aligned with his, you just speak it. It's got to happen. You see what I mean? So, so I just wanted to clarify because I think sometimes, and I used to think this too years ago, oh, I've got to memorize it so I know the exact words. And then people use it like a formula. No, his spirit is in you. And the intent is aligned with him. So the words don't have to be just perfect, but you have to speak in alignment with the word, with his will, if that makes sense. Okay. So what you're saying is we don't need to say everything word for word, but what if one word was an error? What happens to the authority? What if we, what if we, what if we paraphrase something? What if we paraphrase something from scripture that no longer is that scripture? What will happen to the authority? If the intention of your heart is not aligned and it's in error, then yeah, that's not good. But if the intention of your heart is aligned with God's will, the enemy knows who really believes and who doesn't. The enemy knows who really knows their authority in Christ and who doesn't. So the words don't have to be perfect, but when you're talking about getting into error, that would mean your your intent is not in alignment with God, or maybe there's doubt or unbelief or whatever, you know, that's not, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, yes, you need to know the word of God, but you need to be in alignment with his word. You know, the scripture says you can ask what you will and it would be done for you, but it's your will has to be lined up with his will because his words are abiding in you. Yeah. So a great way I think of saying this is we have to pray and we have to release everything according to the truth of his word and and his will and if if what we say is not 100% in a in alignment with the King James version versus the ESV version versus the HCSB version or NASB version it's not quite about that but it is about being in perfect alignment to what God has said and you know for me the way that I've often prayed for people and pray for people now is that I realize I'm not the originator. I'm an ambassador. I'm an ambassador of someone else's will. So I will frequently simply just quote what was said. 
I will just declare it is written. And I, I use what Jesus did in, um, in the temptations that he dealt with with the devil. He, he never came up with his own fancy thing. He just said, it is written. I mean, Jesus was quoting Deuteronomy chapter 8. Who's memorized Deuteronomy chapter 8? But Jesus simply quoted God. And that's why I think it's so powerful for people to make sure uh, that they know the word of God accurately because Satan half quotes it. Satan twists it. And so we need to make sure that that we're so closely intimate with, with what was written that we can therefore use our own language to communicate that perfectly uh, and make sure that we don't uh, enter something that isn't written. Because if it's written, then Satan has to listen to it because he's not listening to us. He's listening to God. But if we say something, just like you said, that is not written, that means it's out of his will. And, and we may act, we may even shout. We may even jump around. We may have all kinds of, of antics, but it won't do a darn thing because it isn't God's word. So powerful what you're sharing. So I, I want to go back to this idea, Lisa, because you, you are, you, you are bringing something out here that, that's important. And, and before we pray today, I just, I just, I just want you to maybe speak about this a little bit because when we started this conversation, we, we, we spoke about delegated, that authority is delegated power, right? It's, it's delegated, um, uh, uh, strength of God and he's delegating it to mankind. The second major point was that we have to know our identity. And the third was that we have to abide with God. And the fourth point was that we do that through the word of God. So we, we abide with him and we release his authority with the word of God. But you mentioned something that I think a lot of people may not catch. You said it isn't a formula. And this is major. And this dialogue we're having about releasing or speaking the word of God is big. It is not legalistic, memorized rote repetition. It, and, and I, I want you to discuss this because I think people say scriptures five times a day and expect something to happen. Talk with us about this. If it isn't this repetitious formula, what is it? So that is such a great point that you just brought up because you're right. So many people get tripped up in, but I said the words and I claimed it or no, it's believing it. Faith follows intention. That's why the words don't have to be perfect, but they have to be aligned with God. Faith follows intention, not just words that are spoken, but not heart believed. Because remember, um, well, in the last um, interview that I did with you, we talked about how faith is a force. So it's literally the force of that intention. And the words that you speak doesn't have to be exact, you know, word. It's the force. Uh, the force comes from the faith, from the belief that's already in your heart from the word that you're speaking. And all you have to do is say it once with authority and mean it. I always say authority equals mean it. Because <laughs> if you mean it and you say it and your heart knows when you really believe something or when it doesn't. And, and if you've you know, said something and you really didn't believe, then repent for the unbelief and 
build your faith and then go again and say it once and mean it and you will see what happens because the, the those um whatever you speak according to God's authority in you has to obey you it has to it's a spiritual force that goes to work that faith so anyway yes back to your it's not a formula faith follows intention you know i think the first step for anybody listening right now is you got to get in relationship with the one who's in authority. There is an enormous difference between a hired servant working in uh, in a palace who uh, doesn't really know the king. Well, he may enjoy palace life to a degree, but he's not moving in any authority of that king. But the prince or the princess, the children of the king, they know their father and they walk with an entirely different mindset and heart set. And it's amazing that too many children of God are walking as servants instead of sons and daughters. So I want to give you the the invitation right now. When you are made a child of God, And I know this sounds amazingly too good to be true, but it's, it is true that when you are made a child of God, your father is God. Your father is God who made heaven and earth. And when you get a hold of that, you won't be afraid anymore. You will have hope because you will know that your Papa, your Abba, your Father is over all creation. And God is inviting you to come to him through his son, Jesus. And he's inviting you to believe. And I want to tell you this, your sins are already dealt with. Your sins, your broken position, your, 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 your servant, your, your, your bondage and your servanthood to bondage is already broken. You just have to allow God to make you his son or daughter. You do that through believing that Jesus Christ is the son of God. You receive the gift. And the Bible says that we have the spirit of adoption. You can pray right now and say, Lord, I want my position to change. I want my position to change. Lord, I've been under my circumstances. I've been under sickness and disease. I've been under the curse. God says, let me make you blessed. Receive my son. And you can talk to God right now and say, Lord, I believe that Jesus Christ is more than a prophet, more than a moral teacher. I believe he is the only begotten son of God. And you can receive the forgiveness of your sins and God promises he will make you new. You will be born again in the spirit. And when this comes from the heart, you need to know you will shift from being under the authority of sin and you will move to being under the authority of God. And now you will receive what Lisa Boldo 
taught today. You will be in him. You will be seated with him. You will be co-heirs with him. And you will now be able to abide in him. So receive his word right now. Receive it into your heart. Wherever you are, pull over if you're driving. Stop the jog if you're jogging. And just ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins. And he will give you new life. He will give you new position. And your life can now begin to move with his delegated authority. Hallelujah. If you've done this, when you do this, it doesn't matter if you feel it or not. You have shifted. Lisa, can you close us with a prayer releasing the authority of God right now over their lives, especially for those who may be uh, sick or dealing with sickness or depression? And uh, let's release that authority. And I'm going to go ahead and agree with you silently. Go ahead. So right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and by His authority, I just command every unclean spirit to leave you now. Leave your 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 body. Leave your body. Leave your mind. In Jesus' name, I command it to go now. In Jesus' name, and I speak life, the life of Jesus Christ to flow right now and to heal every area that needs healing from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Right now, I say be healed and made whole in spirit, soul, and body in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now the authority has been released in His name. It has been done. It doesn't matter if you feel differently. It has been done. It doesn't matter if it manifests immediately or an hour from now. It has been done. Our faith is in his word. His word is his authority and it is released in his name. Praise God. You've got it. Do what you could not do. Don't wait. You had the authoritative prayer released. It is finished in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Listen, we want to get you on our mailing list. We want to tell you of events and things that are happening. Send the word healing to 94,000. Just text it, the word healing to 94,000, and we'll make sure we keep you up to date. You'll also get a free resource all about identity. So check into this. We spoke about it today and there's a list of verses for you to meditate on about identity. Praise God. We love you, Lisa. We're so thankful. We're going to be setting up uh, uh, part two of this because I know that you're waiting for it now. You want to get part two to get a greater understanding of authority and God's spiritual authority in your life. We love you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone. And you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. 
Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of the Gospel Mission Network, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.